Hello. Oh, you're here, Serena. Oh, and hi, Doctor. <clears throat> um, how are you today? Coming. Hi, Serena. I moved you again instead of making a moderator. Um, I wanted to ask you uh, if I'm pronouncing your first name right. Is it Christoph? Uh, your unmute button is on the bottom right corner. There's a little microphone um, symbol. So if you click on there, you can unmute. Yeah. yeah yes. Uh, hello. Uh, I, I'm unmuted now. Yes, I, yeah. I, I can hear you well. Perfect. And um, your first name, is it Christoph? Christoph. Christoph. Okay, yes, perfect. Yes. Uh, yes um. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that I'm saying it right. <laughs> no problem. Yes, this uh, the two letters R and Z are pronounced in Polish as SH. <laughs> sure. Which is uh, a bit uh, tricky for foreigners, yes. Thank you. Yeah, my husband's family is originally from Poland, but oh, okay. They, okay. They, he was born in Germany, so, and that's where we met. So. <laughs> I see. Okay. Okay. But you have been to Hamburg, so you have been working there, so also. Oh, okay. Yes, I, I, I spent in Hamburg uh, six years. Uh, a lot of Portuguese live there. Um, oh, I'm sure. originally. I, I, from Portugal. And you are from Portugal. Okay. Yes. Or, yeah. Christoph, your audio is very uh, quiet. Is there a way um, you can move closer to the microphone? or uh, is, is it better now? A little bit. I'm wondering if there's anything better we can do. I mean, I can hear you. It's just quiet relative to the, okay. the room. But I'm I'm very excited about this topic. Um, so so excited I had to play hooky from work. So don't tell anyone. <laughs> I'm excited that you're here. Um, and um, also meet Frank. Uh, he's also um, helping today with moderating. And um, yeah. And hi, Jamie. Hi, Professor Kukutak. Uh, uh, thrilled to, to have you here and uh, really looking forward to your, you know, lecture on the, the most uh, exciting human frontier of uh, knowledge, right? But uh, I'm only an engineer, but uh, always, you know, uh, admiring, you know, the physics and the, the most uh, frontier. Yeah, really looking forward to your lecture. Okay, thank you very much for the interest. So, uh, can, can you hear me well? Can you hear me better now? Uh, I, I can hear. It's a little okay. quiet. I, I can hear. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. the, the title itself is so provocative. Um, chemistry is my background. 
and um, you know we we have to build these mental models of what must be going on so we can predict reactions and push electrons around. Um, so it's it's fascinating to hear perhaps a, a better picture of what goes on in protons. So uh, it's already four, right? So uh, when uh, when should when should I start? Um, I'll introduce you, um, and then we can we can go okay. from. Okay. 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 Great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We can start. Uh, welcome everyone to the Science Society. Uh, it's an honor um, having today our guest speaker, Dr. Christoph um, Kutak. And uh, let me <clears throat> introduce you um, and tell you a little bit more about him. He is a professor at the Institute of Nuclear Physics at the Polish Academy of Sciences. And um, he did his master's at the, um, I hope I'm saying it right, Jagiellonian University, Krakow, Poland. And um, then he did his PhD at the University of Hamburg in Germany. And in 2015, his habilitation at Institute of Nuclear Physics, Polish Academy of Science in Krakow. And if you don't know what habilitation means here in the US, people usually don't have to do it. But in Europe, in some countries, if you want to become a professor, you have an additional step on top of PhD and that's habilitation. Um, and um, yeah, he's uh, currently the head of particles of the particle theory department um, at the Institute of Nuclear Physics and Polish Academy of Science. And he received um, many honors and awards. Uh, one was from the um, um, Science and Education for excellence of young Polish scientists. And he also won a scholarship for his PhD at the University of Hamburg. So, um, and yeah, today we will hear about his very interesting um, and very um, groundbreaking uh, research about um, the inner lives of protons. And uh, yeah, I'm very honored to having you here. Is it okay uh, if Jamie asks you one general question um, about you as a scientist and then we go from there? Uh, yes, yes, uh, that's, that's fine. Absolutely. Thank you very, very much for coming here, Doctor. I was just wondering, because I was you know, looking at some of your paper, this is fascinating work, but what is it that got you into this? Like, where, where, do you, where could you put your origins that led you to here? Did you begin with this in mind or did you come from a circuitous route as often scientists do? Uh, okay, uh, so, so I, I got, I got uh, interest in, in this subject uh, because uh, I, I just, uh, I was curious about the, when, when I was uh, much younger, I, I, I was curious about the special relativity and about uh, high high energies, and then I thought that actually I will I will uh, become a theoretical particle physicist and work on 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 on, on collider physics. Uh, 
And then I, I just uh, continue along, along, along this, these lines. So, so, so yeah, but, but I, I, I got interest in these topics and in theoretical physics and high energy physics already when I was uh, really uh, very young. So this has always been a passion for you then from the very beginning. That's interesting. Uh, yes. yes, yes, yes. This was somehow really since I was uh, even in the, in, the, in the primary school, I was just interested in physics. Uh, so so it, it, it's somehow unusual, but it started for me very early, early. I mean, the interest in this, this kind of... Uh, Am, am I the am I the only one having a hard time hearing the speaker? It's a little a little bit quiet, but it's okay. M maybe you could move closer to your microphone, and I think we can hear you much better. Thank you so much. Is it better now? Yeah, we can we can hear you fine. Okay. Everyone else? Okay. Everyone? Yep. Yep. Um, Okay, one more question for you, actually. Um, when you were actually always focused on this, have you found along your journey? Because of course you know more now than you did in primary school. Did you find yourself never ceasing to be fascinated by the things you discover along your path? Uh, well, has uh, it stayed interesting? Have you always had more to learn? Well, I, I mean, I, I'm not sure if I understand correctly the question, but but uh, well, I, well I, I'm. Maybe, maybe, maybe you could reformulate the question. Oh, sorry. I was just saying, like, from primary school, when you were always interested in this, yeah. do you find yourself self still being as amazed as the primary school child that you are of all well, the things you discover? Well, I mean, okay. For this, one needs some results. To really, uh, of course, it's, it's not the continuously all, all the time. I mean, like 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 this, uh, like like it was. I mean. There are ups and downs, of course. Uh, this is uh, so. Now uh, there are we, we, we got some 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 interesting results uh, recently. So so I, I got some new kind of energy to to do to, to, to new ideas. But but uh, let's say when I was during working during on physics during my PhD, it was uh, not not always like that. <laughs> Sometimes I had to get some complicated results, and it was a bit. Uh, uh, disappointing that it it was uh, not not not. I mean, uh, it, it's well, it, it it fluctuates. I would say. Oh, thank you very much for sharing that. Uh, okay, I'm looking forward to your presentation, Katerina. Oh yeah, um, the stage is yours. Um, thank you for answering those questions. Okay, so yes, so I would like to uh, talk uh, today about. Uh, first of all, thank, thank you uh, for inviting me to give this talk and for the interest in the, in the subject. So uh, my, uh, I, I would like to talk about uh, my uh, recent paper with uh, my uh, collaborator uh, from uh, Mexico, uh, Martin Hemczynski, who is actually a German uh, physicist, but now is, is, is working in Mexico. And... Uh, Yes, and the subject is evidence for the maximally entangled low X proton in deep elastic scattering from H1 data. So before going into the really uh, to the uh, main uh, details of our uh, paper, 
uh, I would like to uh, say some, I would like to introduce you to, to the theory of, of quarks and gluons, which is uh, called uh, quantum chromodynamics. Uh, so uh, the basic objects of, of uh, uh, quantum chromodynamics are uh, quarks uh, which and, and gluons. So here we have uh, uh, two pictures of, of one of, of a pro proton, the other one is of, of neutron. And they, uh, uh, they are made of, of, of quarks and the quarks interact between themselves via exchange of gluons. And uh, we have, we know uh, three colors of quarks and eight colors of gluons. And colors here, it is not, uh, they are not to be understood as a, as a, as a colors that we know from, from the, our, let's say, uh, uh, world. Th those are just uh, degrees of freedom, which are, which are, which are called in this, in this way. Some, uh, so this is kind of a charge, additional charge of, uh, an additional charge, which is called color, just to, to distinguish it from, from electric charge. So, and, and quarks are charged and gluons are charged. And uh, as, as I said already, the qu quantum chromodynamics, the theory which, which describes you dynamics of interaction of quarks uh, and gluons. So uh, here we have uh, uh, the next slide. Uh, on the on the on the on the left, we see uh, uh, two pictures, and one of them is a is a proton at uh, low low energy scale. It is a dilute system, so we, you see just uh, again three quarks interacting with gluons, but on the on, on the lower uh, plot. Uh, you see the uh, simulation of of uh, of, uh, of, mm, of the proton of in, in uh, of of gluons in the proton, which are at much higher energies, and then uh, they uh, form this fluctuating uh, foam. And this this uh, the, the the system on on the top is is called dilute, and the other one is is dense. Uh, on, on the right, I also uh, made a, this, uh, this visualization of, of uh, how, you, how, you, how you go from, from low energy to higher energy. So when you increase energy, the, uh, let's say if you accelerate the proton, then uh, the energy is transformed into, into, into mass uh, according to Einstein's formula. And then you have more and more uh, this uh, the spots in the in, in, in the in the proton, and and at and at some point they form this uh, dense system. And uh, one can uh, introduce an object which is which is called uh, distribution function, and those functions are uh, on the on the plot on on the on the on the bottom of, of this of this slide uh, and then just tell you that and what, what is on the x uh, on the x axis is the mm, some variable which is related to energy and you see if you if you go to 
lower and lower values of this x parameter, then uh, there is uh, uh, this this yellow uh, red line. This is this is uh, this is the distribution of gluons. It means that uh, that the number of gluons uh, just uh, grows uh, uh, very fast. However, uh, uh, number of uh, the quarks, which are called valence quarks, has the maximum around 10 to minus 2, and then it drops. But then uh, you see also that there is another, uh, another line. It is denoted as XS. This is, those are so-called C quark distributions. And please notice that this, these two lines are multiplied by 0 0.05 just so that the, this, 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 this distribution uh, uh, fit into the, into the picture. So this, 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 this distribution just tell you that at certain moment energy scale, you have a, a la larger chance of, of uh, finding uh, gluons. So, so to some extent, this, this represents, uh, this is more, let's say, um, this distribution allows you to to uh, to perform some calculations of the of the possible outcome of, of experiments uh, at, at, at LHC where you collide protons. So if we go to the next slide, then the next uh, useful concept, which 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 uh, is uh, also used in in our uh, paper is the entropy. So the, 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 the basic uh, uh, idea behind the slide is the following, that if you, if you look at the, at on, on the, on, on this uh, boxes where, uh, pictures where, where, where I present this, this uh, blue and, and red uh, uh, dots, then you see that there's the uh, how to that the low entropy state is the state where all these blue uh, dots are um, blue circles are, are just in the, in a corner, and the, the red ones are on, in another corner. And the high entropy state is the when they when they when they start to mix, and and you cannot uh, and and even if, if in in more uh, in higher entropy state, then they would uh, just mix more. So the entropy is a useful uh, concept which allow you to, to distinguish system, systems uh, where there is order and, and disorder. And one can think about applying this, 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 this concept, this entropy uh, concept to, to describe or to to say something about about hadrons, about proton in particular. Uh, another another uh, phenomenon is uh, uh, called is called entanglement. Entanglement uh, basically is a is a kind of a correlation between uh, various elements of the same system, and basically it tells us that. Uh, if, if we have some some uh, particles uh, which were interacting, and then we take them far apart, 
then by, by analyzing uh, some aspects of one of these particles, we immediately know some aspects of the other particle. For instance, if we have a, a momentum of particle uh, A uh, measured to be some value, the other one has to be uh, just the uh, correlated value with, with the one which we measure. And here is the example on, the, on, the, on this plot that uh, we have a photon which decays in par pair of, of quark and antiquark. And we, if we know, and, and this uh, par pair of quark and antiquark or, or electron or, and anti-electron, uh, they, they form entangled pair. So we know the spin of the, of the photon. And then if we measure the spin of, of one of these quarks, we immediately know the spin of the other one. So this is the simplest uh, example uh, of, of entanglement. Okay, so now what is the deep inelastic scattering? So deep inelastic scattering is a process uh, uh, where you have on the, on the uh, so, so one should go to the next slide. So we're uh, on the top of the slide is deep inelastic scattering. So uh, on this uh, graphics uh, on the on the on the right, what do we have here? Uh, the, we have a proton, and this proton is resolved by the by the uh, by the photon. So it, it sees some part of the of the of the proton, and it sees the quarks and gluons inside of the proton but it, it doesn't have access to the whole of the proton, it, it, it just sees a, a part of it. So this, uh, the circles, uh, blue circles, uh, just represent uh, decay of the proton after uh, photon inter interacts with it. And you, you see that, uh, that uh, after the, the interaction, it just proton breaks and produces hadrons. And on the left, uh, this is actually a, a visualization of, of experiment uh, from, from DESE uh, in Hamburg, where they uh, performed the deep inelastic scattering experiments. And you see from the left that uh, electron is coming with uh, some energy. On the right, proton is coming. Then uh, electron hits uh, the proton and it breaks proton. And you see the stream of, 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 of hadrons, which are denoted as a jet. So those are collimated, collimated uh, uh, hadrons. And uh, you, you see uh, also uh, the recoiled uh, electron. And on the, on, the, on the very left, uh, this, is, uh, this can be also vis visualized in terms of uh, something which is called uh, Feynman diagram. So diagrammatic way of, 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 um, of, of visualizing the, what's, what's happening in the, in the experiment. Uh, go to the next slide, please. Uh, so uh, the... Why, why this uh, is relevant? The point is that uh, if we, so far, when people were uh, talking about uh, proton, they were just uh, 
saying that proton is a is a um, kind of a sphere, which which comes from which is a uh, object uh, which has zero entropy. Uh, this is uh, it comes from from if, if you take the quantum chromodynamics, uh, perform a, a lattice simulation of of of, of its. Uh, the, the quarks and gluon field, you get the object which is called uh, proton, which is which is uh, which has this zero entropy. So it is from the point is that that you don't have direct access to quarks and gluons, and the and and in a lattice QCD simulation, all the final uh, objects that you obtain have to be. Uh, have to have zero color, so you you don't see directly quarks and gluons, and this led people to the conclusion that uh, that proton is a is a object which doesn't have entropy, which is which is called a pure state. But on the other hand, if we uh, I I I shown to you uh, on on previous slides this. Uh, uh, Partonic uh, description, this, this, this description of proton in terms of quarks and gluons, which you can access in a deep elastic experiment, and then uh, to to predict the predict uh, to, to to get some results from this deep elastic uh, experiment from the from the theoretical, uh, one has to introduce this this uh, parton density functions. One has to imagine proton as a collection of quarks and gluons which interact between themselves. So then there is a contradiction between this this picture of 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 uh, that comes from from uh, uh, direct simulations of a, of a computer that the proton is a just a, a ball which doesn't have uh, which has zero entropy. It is a contradiction with the picture when you when you uh, which, which I presented on the, on the, on this uh, previous slides where if you go to higher and higher energy you have more and more uh, quarks and gluons inside of a proton. So uh, so then. Uh, the, the, the question, uh, so then the uh, Karstayev and Levin make this proposal that what happens is the following. Indeed, if you look at the whole proton as the, as the whole object, you, you don't see an internal structure, it is a pure state. state. But then if you uh, perform this deep elastic scattering, you see the internal structure and, and then uh, but only you see the only part of the of the of the proton, and that and you have to, uh, uh, yes, okay. So so that that's enough for the moment. I go to the next slide. So the whole uh, proton is is uh, is described in terms of uh, object uh, called uh, uh, the the pot, uh, the proton. Uh, Wave wave function, and uh, now uh, the, the the key observation is that uh, one can introduce uh, 
two kinds of uh, one has two kinds of possible two possibilities. First of all, is that uh, you have a, mm, not 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 entangled state. It is just a, a function which describes this unobserved or and uh, and observed part of the proton. This unobserved is just uh, denoted by, by by blue, while this uh, this, uh, this this observed is just uh, you see that it is kind of ellipsa white ellipsa and and with 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 many partons inside. And then uh, you want to what one could have uh, two possibilities, so separable state where where one one of this function is is describes just this blue part. And the the other one, uh, this result, and entangled state, where uh, where there is the the product is more complicated, and uh, you it, it's not a simple simple product of two two uh, two elements. It is just uh, one has the product and also one has some some sum. And uh, this this part is is entangled. It means that. That uh, that by looking at the at, at, at the proton, you you in principle are also affected by the other other part, which to which you don't have uh, in this via deep mass scattering, you don't have direct access, but it affects affects you. And. Uh, and the thing that this this object uh, the, the point is that this object this part b is not is is not is not accessible but one has to take its contribution into account and then uh, by by performing this this uh, summation one gets uh, one gets non zero entropy so if we if we would uh, calculate the entropy of the whole proton, which is uh, by by calculating entropy of the whole proton, I mean just by uh, calculating entropy of this uh, density matrix rho a b, which is which is just denoted by this uh, by this symbol rho a b. Uh, so, so density matrix is a generalized distribution, which tells you uh, about the uh, properties of your system. But if you just uh, neglect, I mean, just just some over uh, over uh, some region of of the, of the proton, you have another distribution, another density matrix, and and this. Entropy of this density matrix of this uh, so-called reduced density matrix has already entropy. So, so in fact, the, the the statement is that if you look at the 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 basic take home from this slide is that if you look at the whole proton, it has zero entropy. But if you resolve the proton, then you can uh, you can uh, define some entropy. And you can associate entropy with the proton at given energy uh, scale. So this this looks this this is something which is uh, actually um, very revolutionary to to introduce the concept of entropy of the of the proton, because 
up to up to uh, now and few 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 up actually up up to now people are just saying okay entropy of proton is zero uh, and 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 uh, and it doesn't even make sense about discussing entropy of protons uh, okay please go to the next slide so how to uh, how to really see this in experiment so the statement is that uh, if you if you look inside of, of the proton, you see quarks and gluons, but then proton after this this experiment, uh, the proton breaks breaks uh, into hadrons, and uh, you can measure the the produced hadrons. You can just collect them and uh, calculate uh, entropy of these produced hadrons. And the observation is that because the entanglement of this observed region and unobserved region, the uh, entropy of produced hadrons is just the same as entropy of resolved proton. So, so by measuring the, uh, by, by looking inside the proton, and then and, and calculating entropy of this distribution functions which parameterize the uh, partons in, inside of a proton, you can predict the entropy of produced hadrons in the Debian-Lastic scattering uh, experiment. So now, uh, what, what it means that the uh, proton is the uh, maximally uh, entangled state. So maximal entanglement, it means that if you perform the experiment uh, of the, uh, if, if, you, if you collect uh, electron with photon, pot, proton breaks down, and then you perform, let's say, this, this experiment many times. And, uh, and the, the statement is that you will never know in the uh, how many hadrons will be produced in each uh, in each uh, in, a, in each experiment? So let's say if you uh, collide the photon with the with the proton, you you can in, in experiment number one you will produce three hadrons. In experiment number number two, five hadrons, and so and so and so on and so on. So this this means that you can cannot predict. Uh, how many uh, how many uh, hadrons you collide? It means that in principle, uh, so and, and th th this is this just means maximal entanglement. All po 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 probabilities are equally equally are equal. Everything is is possible. Uh, okay, uh, next next slide, please. So now I'm the on the slide. KL formula Monte Carlo and data. So uh, after uh, Kartseyev and Levin uh, uh, wrote the paper, uh, the experimental uh, group at, at DESI wanted to check uh, their formula. And what they did, they just took uh, part on density, glue on density, because Kartseyev and Levin said that basically the, the main contribution to this entropy the, con the, the whole of the entropy will be just given by gluons. So then uh, they just uh, wrote that entropy equals logarithm of gluons. 
And this is what uh, experimental group did. Group did. They calculated the entropy using some uh, Parson density functions. And we see that, that, uh, that uh, the, the continuous lines uh, do not match the experimental data, which is denoted here by, by uh, these blue dots, uh, red squares, green and, and red uh, symbols. Uh, so uh, the next uh, calculation was just by applying some uh, Monte Carlo program, which simulates the whole experiment. And in principle, the, the, the agreement is, is to some extent uh, better, but as it is with Monte Carlo generators, you, you run it and not, you are not sure of, of what really uh, uh, happens. But, but at least uh, the tendency is not too bad. I mean, uh, the, the gluon density grows, the entropy grows, so there is some chance. So in the next uh, attempt, so the statement was that in principle the formula is, is, is wrong. But what happened here is that uh, the, the, the experimental group used this gluon density functions, which are not really consistent with the, with the a proposal by Karseyev uh, and Levin. And uh, so then what, what they did, they, they instead said, okay, let's, let's use uh, quark distributions. So, uh, and, and then let's calculate entropy from quarks. But the problem is that uh, they made a mistake in their uh, calculation and uh, get, get, got agreement, but this was just uh, accidental agreement. So what we did is the following. We, we took the, uh, we just thought, okay, it's not enough to calculate entropy uh, by uh, just by using gluon density, by just looking into gluons, one has to take into account both contributions because quarks and gluons, uh, uh, they, 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 they make proton, they make proton. So we should calculate entropy of, of both contributions. Um, yeah, and furthermore, uh, which we decided to use the framework, which is uh, consistent with the, with the proposal by Karseyev Levin. It is evolution equation, which gives you distributions of uh, quarks and gluons uh, that grow when energy grows. So this is uh, a bit uh, technical, but basically uh, the statement is that we have some formula for, uh, for quark density and for gluon density. And with this, we uh, described the uh, we, we, we just took the, the same data as, 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 uh, as the experimental collaboration and we performed the calculation. So this, the green line is our, our result, which uh, gets contribution for both quarks and gluons. The red line is just gluons. So we see that with just gluons, it is not uh, enough to describe data. And the blue line is some another uh, distribution, uh, another gluon density, quark and gluon density, which is, uh, um, which is uh, just to see that it, it, it doesn't, uh, it's not, 
describing that well the, uh, the data because it's based on different evolution equation, not evolution equation in energy. So here are my, my conclusions. So basically, uh, our result uh, is, is that we, we decided to, we, we, we realized that one has to combine quarks and gluons and, uh, and then we used uh, equation which, which gives a, which describes the proper dynamics of quarks and gluons. And uh, furthermore, of course, there are, there are some uh, still open questions. What happens if you go to even higher energies, whether entropy will grow or whether it will uh, saturate. And uh, actually the same uh, picture can be, uh, the same discussion can be applied to, to study another uh, hadrons like, for instance, neutron or nuclei. Okay, so I'll stop here. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for explaining this um, so well. I'm, when I read the paper and also the news article, I had kind of an idea, but now I understand it much better. Not that I will understand it at the level <laughs> that I could study this ever. <laughs> that you know I, I could follow so thank you so much it's such a complicated okay. subject and um, you explained it so well so please everyone if you have a question please um, flash your mic or just go ahead yes uh, good morning Catalina and Serena thank you first of all for hosting another wonderful uh, room and uh, appreciate you inviting me to be a part of it because it's particularly special to me uh, to meet uh, Dr. Krzysztof Kutak. Uh, witam panie profesorze. Uh, Dzień dobry. Uh, greetings from uh, Los Angeles, California. Um, and Katarina was good enough to send me your bio. And so happens, I am on my way to Poland uh, and I just listened to your lecture and very interesting and I will have a couple of questions about uh, application of your of your research. But uh, just to take care of a couple of opportunities, I am flying to Poland this Sunday to participate as a key speaker at the European Union Economic and Science Conference in mm in Katowice. Uh, so I'd be happy to follow up um, our meeting uh, here today with possibility of uh, talking um, in Poland. I can also invite you to, we, ha we are hosting a special uh, party with Baker McKenzie on Monday. So sorry guys, just quickly taking care of some uh, potentially important results of your, of your room. Uh, I also, I am uh, originally from Poland, as you can hear, but I am a space innovator and leader and space entrepreneur. And what it means is I find economic and social uh, ways of the big scale to further science and economic progress relevant to space. Uh, thus, my question to you, 
um, will be based in two areas. And yes, by the way, I happened to meet with Madame Vice President Kamala Harris on Monday at the Vandenberg Space Force Base in California. It was a, a, a meeting dedicated also impartially to science, uh, but focus on, on a space development technology and policy. Uh, so quickly, uh, and I am delighted, I am delighted to see you here because Poland is so abundant in incredible science and scientists and universities. And what we lack is something that Katerina and Sirina and other hosts made it possible here, which is giving a visibility to Polish scientists like Dr. Kutak. And I think this is absolutely terrific. Uh, my question is as follows. Uh, can you connect in any way uh, focus of your research uh, to application the, to space in, in a, even a faraway way? And two, I just shared with Katerina that as a result of my meeting with Madam Vice President Harris, I am putting together a second proposal that I have already created of California Space Center next to Vandenberg. And by the way, importance of Vandenberg is this is where the science comes to life uh, because Vandenberg is our premier space rocket launch and space application facility here in California, frequently uh, not remembered by a lot. And I also met with, with Dr. Armstrong, who is the president of um, Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo, and we agreed to find a ways to collaborate. So here it is. This is how I could quickly uh, come up with some relevance uh, to, to your incredible lecture based on, on my activities in my life. So uh, be very happy to listen, and I will send you a message. And again, Katerina, Serena, thank you for being, as always, uh, incredible facilitators and ambassadors on behalf of science. Uh, I am Lady Rackett, and I am done. Thank you. Okay, uh, thank you for the question. Well, uh, so I, the direct application, I, I think it's, 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 it's rather far, but, uh, but I don't know. I mean, this is uh, what, what is for, for sure interesting about, about, uh, about, about this result is that in principle one could <laughs> think about a proton as a very complicated quantum computer because to, which we cannot use now really but uh, all this effort uh, to, to do quantum computations they are based on, 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 on some concept from information theory like like uh, this uh, quantum logical gates and, and entropy and all these kind of things. So here we see that the proton has kind of some kind of entropy and uh, all the theory which describes qu uh, quarks and gluons interactions is based on uh, objects which are called unitary matrices. So, 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 so that's, that's, that's what I can say now. Furthermore, there, there is, okay, it's not a practical, but uh, you see, 
at some point people discovered that black hole has entropy and which was which was uh, and now still people are amazed by this and are working on that and now in print we we discovered that that protons has entropy so i mean <laughs> so 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 maybe 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 there is some 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 relevance for for the for the subject that you are working on but 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 uh, but, but I don't know. I mean, there are, you know, uh, m most of the cosmic rays are, are, are hadrons. So, 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 so may maybe this is, this is, uh, this, this can be somehow, uh, may maybe there is some link, but, but uh, one has to think about it. Yeah. You inspired me, if I made just application, or I will at least, um, at least suggest it here, a scientific application. In my company, Copernic Space, proszę zobaczyć, Copernic Space się pisze, dot com mm -hmm. is also using NFTs to finance otherwise difficult to finance projects, uh, fulfilling um, or removing a financial gap between the science and ability to make it happen. Um, our NFT is, for example, used to help uh, uh, to provide additional sources of funding for the first private mission to the moon. So, a uh, uh, project that we are working on right now is putting, you, you mentioned computation capabilities and uh, just a food for thought and we can take it offline, uh, but we are starting to, to f develop NFTs to finance a project to do crypto mining in space with computers being attached to the satellites. I know it's very far away from what you were talking to us today, but I would be very happy to explore the possibility of issuing NFTs to finance far out uh, projects that could involve, for example, results of your science. And this is also what I will be discussing in Katowice. Uh, we are very open to support science through in financial innovation, which is key to scientists and space. Okay, so thank you. And I just send you. you my email and okay. feel free to connect with me. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Proszę bardzo, życzę powodzenia. Dziękuję. Yeah, thank you so much. The, um, yeah, I had the I had the question about now that uh, Lady Rocket mentioned um, space and uh, you mentioned um, black holes. Um, uh, this is probably off topic, but uh, wasn't there an idea to use basically the energy of black holes as a propulsion energy source? And um, is your um, is your evidence here um, supporting uh, that theory that one day we could use that? Or um, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, there, there is uh, some some th theorem uh, by by Penrose, uh, which uh, it's called some Penrose process, but but where you could somehow use some energy from from black hole to to for, for to do something useful, but but I I I don't know I don't know this in in more details, uh, so so. So I I, 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 I cannot I cannot give really more more insight into this. 
Oh yeah, I'm sorry to go off topic. <laughs> okay, no, no uh, Abyss, I think you, I saw you flashing. Hi, Dr. Katak. Uh, I joined in the discussion, your pr presentation fades um, much later. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, it's, it's a really inspiring work. In fact, it reminds me of uh, when you talked about um, like protons being computers, there is this sci-fi book that I'm really inspired by. It's called The Three-Body Problem, where uh, aliens know, were able to, yeah, yeah, were able to etch uh, some kind of computer in a proton. So it did remind me of that. So I do have a, a couple of questions for you. Um, the first one being that, um, so you said, you mentioned that protons have, uh, or at least like in your observation, um, protons appear to have like a zero in entropy, I guess like that could be a thermodynamic or information entropy. Um, I'm probably missing that part, but do you uh, do you also expect the same thing with other kind of baryons, um, uh, uh, yes, especially like yes. within, okay. Yes, yes, because, uh, well, I mean this uh, entanglement entropy in, in certain limit, uh, one can one can uh, link it to to this uh, information entropy. Uh, this is one thing. The other thing is for, uh, for at, at at high energies. Uh, well, I mean, if you probe uh, neutron or or pion, you you, you just uh, you just uh, look into the content of, of of these objects like like gluons and quarks. So so they, they this is universal. In some sense, so so they have the they also have entropy. So the so so this is this is universal result. It's not only about protons. We we studied protons, but at certain uh, uh, energy, uh, the the details whether it's uh, they, they don't matter. And this is just uh, uh, general statement. Gotcha. Um, my second question is that I think towards to the last slide, which is, I think the appendix you talked about in elastic scattering. So I come from, um, optics background. So, uh, in optics, I guess like the elastic and an elastic scattering are directly related to how much of like a photon is actually carrying the energy, the original energy yes. that's it's, it, it's uh, after it oscillates a particle. Um, is that is that is it fair to kind of say the same thing with uh, other uh, subatomic particles? Of course, like you know that the, the currency may not be a photon, obviously, because we're talking about um, you know gluons uh, uh, and um, uh, and quarks here. So, so yeah, I'm just interested, like what elastic and inelastic scattering is, and other subatomic particles. Yes. So, so uh, inelastic, deep inelastic here, it means that when you when you when you uh, throw with the electron into a, uh, into proton, uh, they exchange a photon, and then this proton breaks into hadrons. It is destroyed. So, but elastic, it means that, that it just interacts with it and then uh, sees uh, kind of roughly the, 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 the proton, but, but, but it doesn't break it. 
It is I see. Uh, yes, this distinction. In one case, you can completely destroy proton, and 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 you see you see remnants of the proton and newly produced uh, hadrons. In the other case, it is just uh, you image the the proton. I see. Go ahead. Uh, quick follow-up, yeah. So it's, I'm just wondering, like, when you have an elastic um, scattering, when the subatomic particle kind of breaks, or at least like the particle breaks down to um, other particles like you just mentioned, um, mm -hmm. do you see some kind of dip in, or at least like um, energy transfer, because like that's typical in, in elastic mm -hmm. scattering yes. in photons? Okay. Yes. All right, thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, I have a question. So um, you mentioned, so you basically predict that, um, like based on your theory, we cannot predict um, that um, when a proton is hit by a photon, um, a, what this interaction will um, turn into, like in what the proton will decay. Is, is that, did I understand? Yes, yes, yes. So, so one can calculate, uh, yes, for given process, would you, would you, basically, yes. I mean, this, this, to, 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 to you, you cannot be, this is this is basic basic feature of quantum quantum mechanics that you can calculate a probability of what can happen, but you will not uh, have the definite answer. I mean, with, with certain probab probability, uh, the, uh, something may happen. This is this is this is something that you calculate, but in in particular collision, you will not know. For, for one hundred percent, what will be the outcome of the of the collision? This is this is this is this is kind of a, a general. This is this is this is known from quantum mechanics, but now, explicitly, we know that the that the the the, the proton, the structure of the photon, really sticks to this uh, general. Uh, requirements of, of quantum mechanics that's so interesting yeah. because you know there's always this big question about if the universe is de deterministic or not um yes, i'm not yes, sure yes, if yes, i'm yes. yeah yes, de yes. so does your your results basically uh, support the non deterministic yes, yes exactly i mean this is this is this just says that the the, the proton is a is a that the internal structure of, of proton is is, is completely uh, uh, undeterministic. This is so such a big result. Mm, that's why I was so interested in having you here. This is for me. I'm so glad. <laughs> I was Thank you for the <laughs> because I thought it would be horrible to have a deterministic universe. So I'm so glad you you. Have, have this result <laughs> so but frank you're on, on my side. oh yeah uh, uh 
Yeah, thanks again, you know, for uh, uh, sharing your precious uh, time with us and uh, educate us on the, this uh, very deep subject. Um, I do have a uh, please bear with me because I'm, you know, uh, just sitting in this classroom as a, uh, you know, a student to, uh, you know, uh, for a high, you know, high physics, uh, particle physics lecture. The, I, I do have a few uh, naive questions that are, uh, uh, for, uh, so to me, uh, I, uh, I read a little bit uh, uh, before your lecture. I mean, uh, 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 Katarina asked me to, you know, uh, probably help with the. Uh, 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 so I read the, uh, 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 a few things that uh, uh, made connections to your lecture that uh, the pure states, they are, uh, so if, uh, so they, uh, which is verified from you that uh, they should have entropy zero, right? So they, uh, but however, if you have uh, part of it, then it's supposed to be uh, uh, mixed. The uh, 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 it's actually in mixed state, right? So then yeah, the entropy yeah. would arise, right? So yeah. that seems to be logical. So your uh, work is essentially verifying the uh, supporting. But uh, I yes, think it's uh, yes. great that you actually come up with a way of uh, uh, predicting, you know, correcting the the, the experiment, previous experiments to say that uh, it's actually even more uni uh, uniform uh, by counting uh, uh, all the uh, constituents, uh, not just gluon, but also uh, quarks, right? So, um, uh, the but my question is the. On your experiment setup, the uh, uh, I read in one of the uh, 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 popular science article uh, 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 explaining your work. Uh, there it says using a photon, you know, with a high enough energy, so it's short enough to be uh, inelastic into the core of a proton. The but your your the illustration figure on the slides number, uh, I think it's, uh, wait, you have the setup where you are sh shooting, I think the slides number uh, six, that uh, you're shooting a, uh, a electron. Uh, is that? Yes, yes, but, but uh, electron uh, interacts uh, with the proton via exchange. Virtual photons. Yes. Oh, I see. Then, uh, what are the outcomes? Are are the gluon and the the, the, the one you counted all the, the out, outcomes? The outcomes. The outcome is the is the is the hadrons. Uh, if you if the you hadrons, yeah. The, yes. Uh, maybe I have it somewhere. Yes, I have it. I have it on 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 slide number uh, thirteen. If, if you look at, at slide number 13, uh, this is, this is uh, let's say, uh, diagrammatic uh, uh, picture. So then you see the, this, this virtual photon, and then there are this, 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 this sp uh, kind of springs. Those are gluons. And this, 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 this lines with arrows, those are quarks. And they, uh, they, they, they just depict uh, quarks and gluons, which are 
which are producing the uh, which are which after which, which then transform uh, into hadrons. This is uh, the, the process is uh, the of conver conversion conversion of gluons and quarks into final state hadrons is due to some features of QCD called uh, confinement. You don't see the color degrees of freedom. You see hadrons. But basically, all this, all these springs, all these lines, uh, they, they just uh, uh, are final state particles, which are produced after the collision, and they are they are called uh, they will transform into hadrons. Okay, uh, so the hadron are the outcomes. The, yes, yes. so the, the, so the, the, the previous uh, the, the 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 work that you re referred to they somehow uh as you said uh, that they 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 uh build uh basically draw the den uh, uh gluon densities so so you think yes, that's yes. Uh, incorrect so are they talking about the same experiment or not yes this is the same experiment but then the thing is that they derive Karsayev and Levin they derive the formula based on 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 some uh, on some um, uh, on some uh, on, on QCD, they derive the formula, which is just uh, gives you entropy as a as a sum of hadrons. But then they said that the, the, the that they will just use the gluon density for this uh, for this for this. Uh, if you if you look at the formula, let's 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 let me check. Okay, on page nine. On page nine, you have logarithm of n. Logarithm of n, and then this this n depends on one over x and q. N is the number of partons. So quarks and so 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 they, the concept was that it should be partons. But then for some reason, uh, but then they 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 derive formula for gluons. And then they claim that the gluons uh, is actually really enough, that this should be really dominating and, and, and yeah. But we, we, we realized, okay, quarks and glu quarks, uh, but, but we realized that, that uh, I mean, gluons are not isolated from quarks. They are strongly interacting with quarks. And, and, and then uh, even at, at high energy regime, the quark contribution might, can be relevant. So, so that's why, uh, why uh, then, then if you look at slide 14, you see that indeed uh, gluons are, are relevant. They give something like 80%, but really to match the data, you need also quarks. So, so, so we need to describe the whole system of partons, not only gluons. I see. Just to, uh, I guess you know, understand uh, the the whole thing. I, I probably the I have got the very basic wrong. So the small x, I mean the one over x. So which one is uh, which end is the high energy? Uh, high energy is the okay. X, uh, one over x basically it tells this is a certain parameter used in this in this in this physics, but uh, 
I don't, maybe I, 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 okay, I can tell you exactly what is, what is X. X is, if you consider protons, right? If you consider protons, then you can picture yourself this partons, like quark, quarks and gluons. Okay, no, sorry. If you consider the proton, which is moving very fast, so the proton is moving very fast, and the, 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 the spartons, quarks and gluons, are moving with this proton. And the X is the, is the longitudinal momentum component of this, uh, of this partons. So uh, if you have many partons, all these uh, uh, fractions uh, adds to the whole momentum of the proton. So they just, uh, it is a kind of a parameter which divides the whole proton in into quarks and gluons. So if X becomes smaller and smaller, it means that you have more and more quarks and gluons. And then uh, the picture is that, that, that if, you, if you go to higher and higher energies, then you have more and more quarks and gluons. So in principle, a small x uh, corresponds to uh, large energies and large number of, 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 of partons. So you can talk about either small x or large energy. So this small x is a, is a convenient variable used in, 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 use in, 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 in equations and in calculating cross-sections. But basically, uh, that's 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 the longitudinal momentum component of the of the of the quark, which is inside of the proton. I see. So, uh, I guess this is the dense part that you're referring to for the small x. Okay. Yes. Yes. yes so, yes. it's so so you're you're uh, hopefully you know in the future you have a higher energy experiment to explore. To, to make well, your curve even more data points and uh, yes, yes, uh, even I mean, more convincing. Yes, exactly. Uh, there, there will be uh, actually uh, there will be there are plans uh, for uh, proton lead and lead lead collisions at large hadron collider, which uh, which will uh, probe this dense system. And then the, there is going to be a new experiment at uh, the at United States in, in Brookhaven National Laboratory, Electron-Ion Collider. It's going to be launched in um, around two, 2030. Oh, great. I have a good friend of mine that is their nuclear physicist. So if you come and visit, you should you should let us know. <laughs> so I, I I'm going to be in US actually in July uh, for four months. Oh yeah. BNL. In Brookhaven, or? Yes, in Brookhaven. Oh, Brookhaven wonderful. National Laboratory. Yes. Oh, we should yeah we should meet and um, because I will for sure you know our our families are friends so oh, our kids. Okay. Meet okay. all the time, so yeah, we should meet. That's great. Oh yes, thanks. I think it's a wonderful, it's a really nice apartment. So, yeah, it's mm. uh, great. Great. Um, are there any last questions? Because we are a little bit over one hour, so I wanted to um close at the time we we kind of um 
uh, decided on. So if there's any last question, please go ahead. I'll flash your mic. If not, um, I want to thank you so much, um, Professor, um, that you came here today and shared your knowledge. I hope we'll stay in touch and you come back again with, with updates of your very uh, groundbreaking and, um, you know, answering the very important big questions <laughs> of solving how our universe works. So thank you so much. This was a great honor. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much for inviting me. And uh, yes, uh, I, I will be glad really to, 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 to give more talks in the future if, if I will have <laughs> interesting results for sure. Yeah, Thank sure. you very much. Thank you very much for your time, Doctor. Thank you. And thank, thank you, you, everyone. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, thank you, everyone in the audience and everyone that asked questions. We really appreciate it. And, you know, follow the club if you like uh, talks like this. And we have later a guest speaker coming, um, talking about um, lung cancer and smokers, that actually smokers don't have as much lung cancer as people used to expect and uh, why that is um so yeah thank you so much again thank professor you. and thank you everyone enjoy bye. the rest of your evening and um bye everyone <laughs>